Yeah, no, first of all, I think, Catherine, do you want to do one of those, like, YouTuber apology? I am so sorry for, what night was it, Wednesday night? Wednesday night, yeah. If it's any consolation, I have a two-day hangover. Like, it's a two-day, or I still got the fear today. And then, good, so what happened was, to be fair, we both had a very busy, you had, had a work. very stressful night at work. I, I had a brilliant day, but it was a long couple of days, because that was my first, like, going back into proper full work mode. So we were both tired. I got tipsy quite well not quite quickly like I was on a good vibe Catherine had pre-drinks before I collected her and wasn't in the greatest shape when I got her and then proceeded to get stociously drunk by the end of the podcast you were two sheets to the wind I was yeah uh, and argued with me about everything and then the, anyway it got deleted thankfully it was one of the best I do you know what because I actually published it and this but only nine no, minutes of it. it only was, nine yeah. minutes of it. Thank goodness. I, I think the internet must have dropped or something, but I can vaguely remember some of the stuff I was saying. Exactly. So I think, I think it was, someone was watching over us You're that like, night. Nope, don't. So sorry it's a few days late. We, although we really did try because we were like, we're committed to this and we're going to do it regardless how tired we are. Turns out we're really? best just waiting a couple yeah. of days. If it's late, it's better than us being like, and you know what else <laughs> Yeah. It was basically just me and Catherine arguing also for a solid I, 50 minutes. <laughs> also, I was on Tinder. Yeah. At the same time, getting very distracted. Full attention span wasn't given. News of the week. I'm back on a dating app, even though last week I was like, not interested, blah, blah. I'm still not interested, but I just need attention. Yeah. Right, well, let's do recap of the week, Catherine. How's your week been? <sighs> Apart from your incidents... Grinning the podcast. It's actually been quite grim to be honest. And I was meant to be going to Dublin tomorrow and can't now because of coronavirus. I'm really secretly relieved because I was going because the, the the fear of you going down there with your son alone was why I wanted to go and you driving on that motorway and I'm be fine. I'm relieved now that we don't go because it was a stupid idea because of it COVID. Wasn't. I'm absolutely gone. I was really looking forward to having a night away. I yeah. sleep really well in hotels for some reason. I think everybody sleeps better in a hotel because it's like that relaxation thing. I literally this week have slept probably about a total of eight hours for the entire week that I I am willing to pay someone to spoon me for eight hours. I know we were so discussing this sleep. today that I, I actually think I would pay somebody just to cuddle me yeah. and like tickle my back and... Just show signs of affection and love. I'm tempted just to have sex with someone off Tinder just so I can get to the spooning bit. Yeah, but if you're not going to go to Dublin because of COVID, you know, meeting up with a random hookup <laughs> of Tinder's maybe not the Do way to go. I actually am loving Tinder. See Hinge, I didn't fancy anybody. There were like, I no harm to anybody on Hinge, but there was nobody attractive. But see on Tinder, you say that it's whenever you first download it. Yeah, it's it all is. these hot guys. Yeah, not but only like they are all super hot. This is I. Do you know I cannot wait for the next week's episode <laughs> already because the difference in your opinion on Tinder is gonna be. Because can you not remember what I was like when I first went yeah. on it? And you remember like all the same things, Catherine. And yeah. look, look how quickly the turn goes. Like, but they are. But uh, do you know what? They're the same genre of guys like you know either I think they're quite different no I find like this I had the same experience with Hinge guys are either like this like 
oh, let me see your tits, let me see your tits. Or, yeah. like, oh, I'm just such a sexual person. And sex, 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 sex. Or else they're just like, I'm such a nice guy. I'm so, let's meet up sometime. Like, oh, do you know what? Be handier if I had your number. Then you give them your number. And, and they're like, um, this is what I look like walking. Yeah. You know, it's no, just, it, no matter it's, what way, it's not exactly. It ends up in a dick. The exact same. Yeah. But, yeah, funny, I was telling Catherine a story. And a bit dubious. Because I drunkenly told him about the podcast. And I think he has listened to a couple and he actually matched with Catherine. Well, didn't match, but liked Catherine's profile on Hinge as well. Yeah. But the guy, a guy I was chatting to, and he seemed like dead on. But again, he was one of those people like, I'm not going to beat about the bush. I'm a very sexual person. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. I'm happy for Please you. Please beat about the bush. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell, uh, talk about the weather. Like, I, I get it. You're horny. And then um, he came off with this, like, really creepy line. Well, I, he, I don't think he realized how creepy it was until I pointed it out to him. But he said that he loves going on loads of dates and meeting personalities. And he said he was just collecting personalities to add to his scrapbook of life. That is <laughs> like, just so I gross. Would, I know, I was like, what? Your scrapbook of I, I would like, rather a guy tells me that he fucks around loads than tell me that yeah. he collects personalities. <laughs> I know, but I was like, it's like the bone collector. Like, what? what? what I, but, and I said to him, I was like, you, you saying that just makes me think that you're like this creepy guy that like will take nail clippings and stick them in a page of your scrapbook and give like everybody a rating. Oh, do you know what? It's well, really strange. Guys, I find like that like that either match or like see me on the app if i don't respond to them on it or like stop responding to it they just find me on social media see that's why i don't have mine's so private well i've made my private like i don't think you but do you put your surname on these apps i did at the but that's, i know don't, don't be such <laughs> a didn't. i didn't realize though whenever i was signing up not to do that but like they this one guy right I'd been talking to him on Hinge. He seemed nice and whatever, but then he got really like, are you talking to the other guys? Like real, like, I was like, oh, Weird please, him. no, thank you. And um, so I like deleted, when after I like deleted my account and everything, then he found me on my Instagram, my Facebook, and we had been talking for a while. So he like knew whereabouts I worked and he was able to work out my, my email address for that, work. That is psychotic. He, because it's in my married name. So he went on my Facebook, found out my, previous name my previous surname and then did the that's so could you imagine but see if the tables were turned if that was a woman doing that a guy would be phoning the police getting a restraining that's a stage five clinger right that, there i was just like this is too much and he said he was just like i think we just need to start he's probably like listening <laughs> like hiding behind my shed what and, an absolute creep but he actually didn't send a dick pic i keep on every single time the second i get someone my number it's just like ding there it is and you know what the worst part about the is they've all been attached to a six pack <laughs> and i hate six packs like yeah. no offense to anybody that has one but anyone i've ever slept with with a six pack has been the most boring shit sex i've ever had yeah i have to say six packs are not Attractive. something that i find appealing fair dues if that's like everybody has serving taste but I, it's not something i quite like i would rather a guy bring me a six pack of beer like that's the type of six pack i want it's uncomfortable one to begin with i don't like how it feels but also guys with them seem to be much more self-conscious and i hate that you know whenever guys like oh yeah i'm going to shave today or oh no and they're like, really, I seen this guy and he had a six pack and he used to just constantly be munching on chicken. Oh. And I was like, do you know crisps exist? I know, but like, that's why you, you don't have to eat that. But that's because all those like gym people have like the, those C3, like, you know, those Chinese container <laughs> boxes, but they're so disappointing because there's no Chinese in it. And the only thing in it is like 
boiled broccoli, yeah. uh, maybe a boiled potato, and a bare naked chicken breast. This guy, I was like actually at the cinema with him, and I was like sitting eating my hot nuts, and he just like pulled out Gross. this like container of chicken, and I was like, you you can, just, who cares? You, you, you don't need a six pack. Have a have Doritos. Like, not much on no. chicken in the cinema. I couldn't be cooked. That that is actual madness. But see if you're that self conscious about your body, like you're just not going to be good in bed. Yeah, like, just let go. Exactly. I'd, I'd rather somebody that's chowing down on a five course meal and a bit of fun. Yeah. So just stop. He's stop off, including it in six pack. Uh, in six picks. Six <laughs> <laughs> Stop including. I know, but then if it's not included, then you don't know it's there. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of photoshopping going on. Um, My week's been good. I'm getting to that bored stage again. I think I feel like I've been in that bored stage of like hinge and tinder for a while. And don't get me wrong, there's nice people I'm chatting to, but it's like, it does, it just gets bored. I prefer meeting people in real life. I actually just prefer being alone. Yeah, but that's the thing though, and I feel kind of bad because I... I'm so content and happy on my own that I don't I don't want a boy it's not like I want a boyfriend or anything like that, so See I do. I want a partner. That's kind of way I want to say don't. boyfriend. I'm too old to say boyfriend. But I do. I want a partner, but I don't want to have to make, make I don't partner. want yeah. That's the thing. And I don't want to have to make an effort with another human being. Like I have enough people I want to spend time with, like my friends and stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't need to prioritise another person in my life. I've also made a devastating realization that Seiko's gonna be five years since I until I get my hysterectomy, and by that stage I'm gonna be much more ill anyway. Yeah, I want to do IVF now. Oh, but now I don't have a partner <laughs> to do it with, and I feel like it would be really cheeky to be like, "Hey, ex-husband, I know I still want to divorce you, but kind of." We a sperm, <laughs> and I feel like you because guys keep on on Tinder as well. They're obsessed with like, what are you like? What are you after? What are you after? You talking yeah. to other guys? What are you after? And I feel like I can't really say I don't really want to meet up with anybody. But, but can I have your baby? Do, would you like to have a baby? At least if you do do that, just thorough background check on the family, <laughs> medical history, any I offenders. I was like working out in my head. I was like, okay, even if I met someone by Christmas time, yeah, by the time like you know you trick them into thinking you're an Normal. okay person yeah, and fall in love with you hopefully and then getting to that point where you're like talking about kids like it's it would take too long and yeah well this is happen. whenever I was in work I was chatting to one of the girls and I said I have made a conscious decision that I'm definitely signing back up to seeking arrangements because the only type yeah. of relationship I want at the minute is a man that's gonna buy me Nintendo Switch games give me money for maybe a few pictures of my feet that I can then buy gin and cigars with like yeah. that's the type of relationship I'm looking for now. I the type of relationship I want is I don't want to meet up with you. I don't want to get receive a picture of your appendage. But whenever I have a nightmare, I want to phone. Yeah, me. like if I'm feeling lonely, <laughs> if I'm getting a case of the lonelies, feel yeah, free to yeah. text or phone yeah. me and just tell me nice but things. But any other time, leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. I don't want any pictures. Yeah, but so on to this week's episode, we did do a poll, and it is they should not have had us. Yes, things we've done to disappoint our parents. Which Jen's list is much <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't I haven't done that much. I kind of wised up in the last decade. It's not I, I think that 
Because we did, we asked. Mummy didn't want to be a part of any of this. Also, yeah. side mm-hmm. note, there is no sponsor this week. Unfortunately, <laughs> they listened to what we had recorded of them and they were They were not happy because it wasn't yeah. consensual. It wasn't consensual. And then it clocked. It was really stupid of us because now Subo knows that we are stealing the wine from the wine fridge. Oh, and yes. I think she's actually hiding it in the boot of her car now, but <laughs> I don't think she knows that I know that. So um, we, well, we, you had to buy wine for the first time for the mm. podcast. That's probably why it ended the way it you did. said that I do supply a lot of the alcohol yeah I don't you don't I don't I, I supplied my own today because I'm off work today and I'm celebrating so I got myself a wee few cheeky tins of gin and tonic and cocktails so I'm the only one having a yeah. during this podcast I'm drinking water I haven't slept I'm working tonight and I'm depressed because I can't have any more cakes so Aww, well, I'm, I'm having a great week thanks I feel like every week it's, every, I, it's you know, me like I'm having the best time of my life and you're just like, sitting there crying. Do you know who you are? Your sadness from inside out. I know, that is me. <laughs> and then you turn to anger every now and again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically we asked my dad and my mum. My mum was like, I'm not listening to this and actually stormed out of the living room yeah. when we asked her what was the most disappointing times. And my dad, initially he was like, oh, there's too many. But he couldn't come up with any really. Sure he couldn't. No. I just don't think he wants I don't to think they wanted it. it mentioned. No. Because I know what mummy's is about mine. Yeah. <laughs> and it will be mentioned. And it will be mentioned, yeah. So go ahead, Catherine. What's your first disappointing times? My first one is one of my earliest memories. Well, it's not actually one of my earliest memories, but it's, it happened in P1. Mm-hmm. And it's not that bad, but I kicked my P1 teacher in the <laughs> face. <laughs> the dream we all want it to do. It sounds like that was my fault, but it wasn't. It was the woman who gave birth to me. Yeah. Told I told her I was quitting school and she said, Yeah, that's fine, don't worry. And I said, So I like seriously don't wake me up tomorrow, I'm not going. And she just was like just was like, Yeah, okay, don't worry about it and I was like crying, being dramatic, I was like, yeah. okay, I can't do it anymore. She was like, Yeah, that's the end of school for you. Next morning she was like, Look, you're gonna have to come with me because drop dropping off your brother, blah 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 and I was like, Right get to the school and I she was like, You're gonna have to come in because I can't leave you in the car in case a stranger comes I was like, Right. Walk into the P1 class, and my mum said to the teacher, Catherine's a little bit nervous about coming oh, in. So I was no. like, You fucking traitor. <laughs> so the only thing I needed to do was just gr- like limp it under, just grabbed her, and just started the screams. Oh, and she turned me around, like holding me underneath the arms, and I just booted my <laughs> teacher in the face. And as soon as I did it, I just went, too far, Catherine. Too the far. fear set. But I bet you, did it feel, did it feel good doing it? I, I did that really Because I ran away from school in P1, and she did a fucking assembly about me. And it was so embarrassing. I remember, like, nobody used my name or anything, but I felt like everybody knew it was about me, and I just was, like, sitting beaming, like, That's with surprised. my ginger hair and red face, <laughs> just like, oh, God, everyone knows I'm an idiot. That surprises me. I would have thought somebody like you, you would have loved an assembly about yourself. <laughs> Not whenever it was about that, because then, <laughs> after I kicked her in the, after I kicked her in the face, um, there was another incident where I was, like, she sent me on a message down the corridor, and there was a teacher... Um, our brother didn't like and I don't know what I was thinking but I just like booted the door oh god you, you have a habit of booting things there Catherine don't you but our principal seen it oh god and then there was another mention of me in the so that was um yeah P1 wasn't a good year for me yeah but I, I do agree that was Subo's fault yeah she she was asking for that to happen she was that was totally her fault and That's you know really what mean. the um the teacher I remember the teacher asking me like I had to sit around her desk like, you know, the bad kids sit, like, in a yeah. semi-circle around the teacher's desk. So and they can keep a close <laughs> eye. Keep a close eye. It just said to me, she was like, 
um, is there anything you want to say to me? And I was like, um, did you know I'm getting guess who tonight? <laughs> I thought that, that because mommy had promised she was going to buy me that. And I was like, how did she know about that? It was like, oh, genuinely dope. thought. And she was all like, an apology. But it was again, it was just like, oh, why did you tipped her off? over the Ugh. edge? I know what teacher you were talking about. And she was my I know, bitch. I know. She, she gave she me a black was. eye. <laughs> See if that would have happened nowadays. She actually did because I, I uh, we were given these like egg pots, you know, yeah. paint for Red Nose Day, and like put it on her nose. But like I painted the inside of mine, and she was like, "That's so stupid. You've got to wear it." But she like put it on me, and I was just huffing paint all day, and like my nose just started oh, bleeding. Stop. And she like pinched it and gave me a black eye. But I remember like by the time I was like throwing up and everything, like I was literally just inhaling this paint bloody nose and um yeah i remember grandma going in and giving her a bollocking is that when your love of substance abuse started <laughs> i'd say well back in the early day probably the moment i was born was probably a disappointment oh, yeah. to mommy and daddy wasn't the cutest looking kid you were a cabbage patch dog i was and mommy always says i was literally born with boobs so i <laughs> imagine the shock and horror that came whenever I came out but mine again was primary school because I, I think because you and David had, you we all went to the same primary school you had gone through your head and by, by the Neither stage of me yeah. so by the time it got to me I think my parents were kind of like meh the lost cause like there's no much not much point going on here yeah and I think I was in p3 or p4 and I just, I had no fear of authority. And I think it's something that's still now, for whatever reason, like not in a cheeky way, but I just don't yeah. fear authority. And I wasn't a fan of homework. So for a good solid, and this might sound unbelievable, but Catherine can vouch for this. <laughs> this is 100% true. Uh, the letter, I think, is still in mommy and daddy's house. Um, <laughs> for a good six months, I did no homework whatsoever. And there was yeah. projects. You know when you used to get the projects where you had to make, like, scrapbooks and all that there? Our parents never got involved in our schoolwork. Like, we had to... It was our responsibility once yeah. we got Unless home Unless we school. asked for help or yeah, something like that. but they that. never were like, okay, it's homework time. It's... Yeah. Which is... <laughs> yeah. One <laughs> way and they wonder why they're disappointed. Remember but... daddy used to be like, life is too short. He was like, <laughs> Yeah. and he was like just you know you, you enjoy know your you playtime he's like enjoy your playtime he used to like give us delt plates to go out the back and smash because he thought this was like a really good way to like release our anxieties and that clearly didn't work. didn't work but um so for a good six months no word of a lie i didn't do my homework and i used to just like whenever the teacher would ask me i'd be like well I'll, I'll maybe bring it in next week not even like i'm sorry i didn't do it i used to actually say to the teacher maybe i'll do it for you next week as though was it was an the, option it was the male teacher, the male teacher. And then, um, so this went on and on, and he sat me down, and he was like, Jennifer, we need to have, you always know I'm in trouble when they call me Jennifer, he's like, I need to have a conversation with you, pulled me up to his desk, and I was sitting there, and he goes, can I ask you, is there something going on at home? And I was like, no, everything's fine, why? And he said, it's just, we haven't had homework from you, and it's nearly six months now, and I'm just worried in case you're getting a bit behind, like, (laughs) what's happening? And I turned around to my teacher and went, I just don't really like it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> and the look of shock on his face. And he was like, sorry, excuse me? And I was like, yeah, I don't like it. Like, I have all the worksheets at home, sir, but um, I just haven't done them. And he was like, 
oh right and he didn't know how to handle it so they went and sent for Catherine my sister yeah. he was like a couple of years old you were probably p7 by that stage i was and he was the only male teacher and he was gorgeous yeah and uh Catherine got called down and <laughs> she was asked about this and they asked her do you do your homework and she's like yeah and the teacher vouched for it they're like can you explain why your wee sister, sister doesn't. doesn't and Catherine looked so embarrassed and she looked like she was terrified as though she was about to get in trouble I was mortified I know like, why have you not and then it, it went back by the way Catherine brought this up in the other podcast I dressed like an absolute rare bear like a super leopard dress like the same way as I do now I would have had like these wee silk like leopard print shirts and like these wee strappy shoes yeah and wee strappy jelly high heeled shoes right sauntering about you literally were like a mini pop picture I know and then again like my mum said I was born with boobs like I had boobs and like from P3 upwards but didn't wear a bra yeah. and, which is maybe why I got away with not doing homework for so long with a male teacher but anyway that night we got home Catherine said to me are you going to tell mummy and daddy and I was like well no if the teacher's not going to say anything I'm not going to say anything so I brought Catherine upstairs to my room because she was like well, show me what do you mean I proceeded to open up my wardrobe and it was like an avalanche the amount yeah, of shapes. like do you remember there was loads to the next day when I went in the teacher I made sure to wear a wee Tommy girl strappy <laughs> number and um I didn't really short shorts <laughs> yeah um and the teacher called me up the desk and he was like so Jennifer like we need to resolve this do I need to contact your parents and I was like no because like I, I'll try and do my homework from now on and do you know what he said he went because you've been so honest and upfront with me I'm gonna just let it go everything will be fine and if you just promise me you'll do your homework from now on but there was a letter with my yeah, report then to say to. eventually because they that conversation yeah that conversation didn't work and I still never did my homework no. and I think when mummy and daddy realised mummy and daddy were scared of you as a kid <laughs> like they just nobody like I remember I like a gremlin you like chose all your own clothes they were like tardy little <laughs> <laughs> like boob tube numbers oh dear and like I wasn't allowed to pick my own clothes or even like what I was wearing that I day I was a free spirit Catherine <laughs> I remember like saying to them like this is so unfair she's like four years younger than me why is she getting and they're like look this just makes life easier yeah <laughs> Like, I think it's more because I just have great style and they were like, let, <laughs> oh, let, yeah, her, like, do, like, let her do her thing. Let's see where this goes. But I, do, I remember when they did find out about that, they were so disappointed yeah, were in not. me and they were so angry that both of us never brought it to their attention. Yeah. The, What's your next one? <laughs> the next one's my, my really bad one that oh. mommy... Uh, do you know what? This actually still, whenever I talk about it, gives me like palps. So I'm just opening it in. Because it was so, like, it was probably one of the most traumatic things to happen to me in my childhood. But I remember, Catherine, because I didn't, obviously, I'll I was set, young. I'll set the backstory. Whenever I was a teenager, I had this, like, pink book that I used to write in, like, between me and my friend. And it would just be all these letters to each other. And I am pretty sure it was around this time that I had started, like, experimenting with mm-hmm. drugs. And it was all this stuff, like, oh, my, my mum's so stupid. She thinks I'm going to, she thinks I'm going into town for coffee and I'm really I'm going to hang out with these guys and, you know. <laughs> do do whatever. Do whatever. No, I was nothing sexual. Like, I was a really late bloomer in that mm. sense. Like, I didn't have my first kiss till I was 15. And Same. I, I didn't actually have sex until I was 18. So, like, it wasn't anything like that there. I was literally just taking drugs. Yeah. Which is not... <laughs> yeah. Don't know which would have been better there, Catherine. <laughs> but, um, 
my it's it had like on the book like do not open and my mum was so no like she was very intrusive. She would have went through. Oh, she like, loved doing love, a deep clean of the bedroom and yeah, finding everything. And like going through your mail and stuff. So she found this book and she told me she looked in it because she thought it was a book of poems. <laughs> I was like, right, but um, it went. She just read the entire book. Phoned me. I was in town, oh, probably don't. stoned, and she was like, "Get home now." I have never seen her so furious. Like it was. And she, I remember her telling me she was like, "I actually hate you. I despise you." And I was just sitting there like, I bet "Your stomach was just." It like... was anything I'd ever done that I didn't want my parents to know was oh, in this book. I was so horrible. I was grounded for the rest of the summer, and I remember that Christmas I got given a hair dryer. And you were still like young enough to believe in Santa. And you're like, "Why yeah. did Catherine just get a hair dryer?" And Mummy said. Because Santa doesn't really like her. But I I remember when that it happened so because bad. Catherine, I'm not joking. You cried for weeks after. Yeah, that. It, was, it was so bad. And because obviously I was so young, like I didn't have real a real understanding of what actually. And it's not like you were gonna sit and tell me about it. Yeah. Because was that not? No, that was later on. I was gonna say whenever we bought because you were grounded then, like you actually spent time with me <laughs> and watched movies. <laughs> but um, yeah, that cried that I was on a massive come down. That was just oh, crying all the time. <laughs> It's so, so bad. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I feel for you. Because there's nothing worse. One of my times, it was disappointing. That, and this wasn't that long ago. But Daddy's... The one thing Daddy did say that he was disappointed in both of us is because of this reason. And I, we had gone... I'd been working. And I'd got Daddy tickets to go and see Elton John for his birthday present. So, I don't remember. Well, I don't know where you're going with this. Well, you'll get into it. <laughs> um, so we had been out having drinks. I had were blocked at Elton John. Barely remembered it. I had a great time, and then we went to the Four Winds after, uh-huh. and it was me, my ex, daddy. I don't know. I don't. I think David was there for some reason. Did I get David? To I can't remember. But um, anyway, we're all sitting, steaming, drinking, and I had this horrendous bark of a cough. Like every time I was laughing, this was just before I got married. I was very having panic attacks constantly, and I was heavily, heavily smoking. Like I would have been a social smoker, but this was like another level of smoking. Instead of eating and drinking, I was just smoking on the menthols, and that's why my bark was so bad. And Daddy said, like, made a comment while we were all drunk saying like oh Jen you really need to say about that like you might need an antibiotic and I was like no I'm fine and it was because I was laughing so much it was causing the ways yeah and my ex turned around to my dad and went oh Norman it's because she's smoking about 20 menthols a day and my dad's face firstly I nearly wanted like I shouldn't yeah. have gone through with the wedding then like yeah, I was no, ready to kill him he's a tight yeah tight sight and the worst thing like it actually makes me tear up thinking about it now daddy turned around to me and said you know what, Jennifer, again, the Jennifer word was used. I'm not even angry at you. I'm just so disappointed. Yeah, he told and me that the said, other night yeah, about my smoking. And you know. he said that, as Catherine smoked, <laughs> <laughs> Marfa, and then um, he said, that just breaks my heart. And I just, it was like a dagger to my heart. Do you know what, though? And this is what gets me. Like, see people that bitch about you smoking, but yet are happy enough to, like, wolf down bacon and sausages and all these carcinogenics. But like so slight, know, slight difference. Well, no, I, I don't think there's that much of a difference. <laughs> but I, the, dis- I think the disappointment came round again then, whenever the lockdown happened, and it, it was, the, it was, it was yeah. the parents that introduced me to the cigars. Well, I it, no, it was. I remember I, I had wanted. I was just like, fuck it. If I'm gonna die, I'm, I'm gonna smoke yeah. again. Like I can't believe I ever give it up. 
and so I got the cigars. But then my daddy was, he was like, Well, I'll have a cigar. And then because Sue, you're not, I was like, well, I'll yeah, have a cigar. Oh, so, do yeah. you remember <laughs> our faces, right? My uh, Subo, our mum, really, like, she has COPD, isn't that a thing? Mm-hmm. So she has respiratory problems. And I, so in my head, like, if you're looking at your parents during a global pandemic, <laughs> if, and you're like, If she's having a cigar, <laughs> I'm, I'm having, having a cigar. cigar. Exactly, yeah. Her, they weren't inhaled. In fact, not that I inhaled, daddy, if you are listening to this again. But um, I also just say, I, the most like one of the most recent disappointments was our one o'clock wines. wines which again this was both of us yeah they they introduced us to she, our parents she, yeah do bringing us i know super would come out thinking to hostess with the mostess with this trend she'd be like i made it weak meaning she put ice in it that that was susan's definition of <laughs> making us a weak drink at lunchtime because there was a wee bit of ice and a garnish of what like yeah. a mint leaf or something so that's it but it was bad it started off I would have it walked around in the house a bit and had, funny and everyone yeah. kind of found it a bit funny until it was like three weeks in and, everyone and we were having like, like wine times <laughs> one o'clock wines was like 11 o'clock yeah. mimosas without the orange and then, and then by one o'clock Catherine was comatose in that you know that yellow recliner that you bought for out the back and I would be I would be sitting there like tinder swiping to my heart's content smoking in cigars and on my third bottle of wine oh dear I had also just um decided that I was leaving my husband then as well. It was, so true, it was just yeah, it was it was, too much. It was carnage. I think, I think they were just kind of like, oh my God, look at these two messes. <laughs> <Don't really laughs> but the thing was, we didn't realise. Mummy was like earring like it in our conversations and they were conversations that, that no nobody should have heard. heard. No. Which, to be fair, I think the next door neighbours did hear the majority of them. But I, I'll never forget the one of Clockwines when I came up and you had told me like that was going to be the scenario. And I just, <laughs> I just sat there and I've never been more awkward in my life because I was like, Okay, where's where's the one o'clock wines? Are they coming out any time soon? It was just, but you yeah, know what? I looked back then and like everyone. Look how far we came. I know because everyone was like really shocked to begin with. I think, and then now it's kind of like it's worked out for the best mm-hmm. for everyone, and it's like yeah, uh, yeah. Times change. Times change. That's it. Exactly. If the only thing that's if got you worse is COVID. A, if you're in a relationship and you think I want to end this, but everyone's going to be like, Oh, oh no, give it a thing. Get out of it. Yeah, get out exactly. of it. Exactly. I think you'd be surprised actually how then people would be like, I'm oh, seeing, yeah, I've seen yeah. that coming. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I, I, mine was full of that once. Eventually, word got around. Even my ex-husband said to me the other night we were in the car, and he was like, um, he was like, how you know how are you feeling? Whatever. I said, yeah, I actually feel great. And he was like, so do I. And he goes, you know. Now I realise that you're right. You know, we should yeah. have done this a long time ago. And I was just like, don't you fucking say it. Yeah, that's like, really it's okay for me to say it. Oh, also, <laughs> but don't you. <laughs> Can you just fake a tear, cry a wee I was like, um, you are devastated. I know. That's why, as well, like, I'm actually not an alcoholic. I am just having a wee midday celebration because today marks my one year anniversary of yeah. leaving my ex. Yeah. Woohoo. Um, but let's go back to other disappointing times. One. Uh, Claudia reminded me of this my best yeah. mate we were on the phone earlier because I was asking her because she knows me inside and out of all my disappointing times because she's been there on the phone talking me down from a panic attack every time I've made those terrible decisions and um, she was telling me about, do you remember I was at a house party one of my best mates from Glasgow was over and she'd hired up like a place to stay in Belfast had an absolute rage overnight with her was so drunk but I promised mummy like this was me doing a good deed I was like I've booked you in to get your nails done and my other friends because I was getting ready I was moving to London for a bit for a job Mm -hmm. and um so it was like a big celebration whatever but me when me and Amy get together it's always messy like it's just not good 
but well it's good crack but always messy and anyway I had to get up at the crack of dawn and then I because the salon was in Bangor I was like don't worry I'll drive us like the sweat lashing off me <laughs> yeah. and the fear of everything from the night before so we were driving down and I was like oh and it was down the Craig Antlet back roads all the hills and I was like oh I really don't feel too good I feel like I'm going to be sick and I was trying to play it down that I was that hungover because I knew mummy one would be disappointed mm-hmm. enough in that because this was through my very heavy drinking partying stage and then mummy was like do you want to pull over and I'll drive I was like no no I think I'm just really anxious about moving to London I was like let's not talk because she kept bringing up about stuff and I was like let's not talk about London it's because of that and then the closer we were getting to Bangor, I could feel, you know, when you're getting that... Oh, it's coming, it's coming, and, yeah. you had to get down. And I was like, no, Jen, you always get this, you're not actually going to be sick. Cut to, we were pulling in to Baloo, where, like, the salon is, and I felt it. We were at the lights, oh, and it was a red light, and I was like, please go green, please go green. I was like, mommy, I don't feel good, I think I'm actually going to be sick. And she went, what? Don't be sick, this is the... They'd just got a new car as well. Yeah. And I was like, no, I won't, I'll hold it down, I'll hold it down. Whilst driving through the green light, I started going... <laughs> I couldn't control it and once the first vomit yeah, came that's out it, you're I was driving the car whilst projectile vomiting over the steering wheel over me all down my clothes oh, mummy yeah. was screaming at me I managed to pull the car in like the wee car park before the salon and mummy I have never seen her so angry yeah. and she was like get out of the car and I had to phone my friend, thank goodness it was a friend that owned the salon. And I was like, Eve, I'm so sorry. I've just vomited all over myself. Can you open up the back entrance? I'm going to have to come through that way. Because I couldn't walk through a salon covered in vomit. Thankfully, mummy had a bag of clothes she was donating to charity in the boot of the car and she got them out. And mummy went into the salon. I went into the bathroom to clean myself up and see walking to the nail desk. Oh, so Mummy's face. And she, oh, she was so angry. And even Eve came down the back and was like, Jen, I don't know what to do. Your mum is furious with yeah. you. I don't know whether you should even sit near or whatever. It was, and after that, she oh, she was so angry. And it went on for a good two or three weeks before yeah. she would talk to me properly again. She and, could hold a grudge. Yeah, and, like us. <laughs> and, it, but, and her words again were like, I'm so... She not even only said disappointed. She goes, I am disgusted <laughs> in your behaviour. <laughs> and I, I'll never forget, I took a photograph, a selfie of myself that day because I thought if I ever feel like that again, I need to look at that and be like, you can never let yourself get but to that, that stage. Yeah. Granted, like, I was 28 at the time. <laughs> it's not like I was 16. And the mummy, like, she still brings that up very regularly. They, the driving is definitely one that I constantly get. And just the, the first few times that I've crashed, yeah. there has been genuine concern. And they've been like, it's not your fault, but, you know, you need to concentrate more. But after, like, one of my crashes and I had a cur- courtesy car. Mm-hmm. Is that oh, I remember this. And I was parking it in Sainsbury's and it was between, like, the wall and another car. And I just scraped the, the car up the entire wall. And I was like, oh, no. And I remember Danny said to me, he's like, but Catherine, where are you concentrating? I do, I do this thing where I just, if I, if I, I can't gauge spaces anyway because yeah. of my dyspraxia. And sometimes I just, like, close my eyes and hope for the best, which is not what you should do when you're driving. And he said to me, he said, he was like, were you concentrating? I said, no. And he said, did you close your eyes? I went, yes. And he was like, um, he said, I'm disgusted. He was just... It was red, puce. It was oh. just like, why? It was like, it's a courtesy car. And that, that was the first day you had the courtesy it car. Was. Oh. And it was at Christmas. And it was, <laughs> oh, it was bad. That was when everyone was suing me as yeah. well. And, but another time, and funny, no, it wasn't Christmas. It was near, no, was it end of August, I think. Again, I'm not as bad a driver as you, but I've had my moments. And uh, again, our brother, he was coming over because he got married. He lives 
across the water. And me and Catherine threw like a wee party in a local bar, like did so family members that couldn't make it to the wedding could go to it. And we were racing about getting like balloons, trying to make it all nice. And I was racing my way over to get, I was driving in the speed limit, like still within it. And do you remember, I was trying to get the balloons before the shop closed. And Catherine was texting me, David, like everybody yeah. was texting me being like, what's happening? And I stupidly do not recommend, very foolish. Yeah. I was on my phone texting whilst driving and it was slow moving traffic. Next thing I knew, bang. Yeah. I'd gone into the back of a car. Do you know where it's I crashed? Do you know where I crashed? Outside a police station. <laughs> and the fear just came over me. I yeah. threw my phone onto the floor, got out of the car, and the guy was, well, he was like, couldn't speak English, and he was really nice, but yeah. I don't think he had insurance because he was like, let's let's not phone anybody, it's fine. Because, I, I, yes. Yeah. Yes. He was like, I'm not injured, are you okay? And I was like, I need to phone my dad. So I had to panic. I was crying at the stage, phoning daddy. And like I've crashed the car, I've crashed the car, and it's straight away because he's he he doesn't really care about cars in that sense. He's like, "Are you okay?" And I said, like, "Yeah." And I said, "The man says it's fine. Like we can just go away and just forget about it." He goes, "As long as nobody's injured and he's definitely gonna do that, yeah. that's okay." Then pull the car over, calm down, and phone me again. So I did. I just sit for forty five minutes crying at the back of this police station, like waiting for my brother to come and drive the car yeah. home. And then I had to tell everybody it was actually because I was on the phone. And do you not remember then when I was like in convulsions? crying in the house being like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and mummy just kept shaking her head and our sister-in-law was sitting there and on the news it came up this big thing about texting on their phone and driving and she was wetting herself laughing that was bad yeah we've disappointed them an awful lot have you got any more there just my general quitting of things like I if something's too hard I'll just quit uh, I'm not. That's just why I've always been. Work, Work marriage, marriage <laughs> but like especially hobbies. And like my son is like just me. He is like me in child form. Mm. We are so like, and he is the exact same. He gets really into a hobby, and he's like, right, mom, this is me now. Buy me everything. You yeah. go with it. I like pay for it all. Pay, like get a block of sessions, and he's like. Actually, I'm not that keen on it. And then I can't force him because I'm like, you're too cute to be Yeah, but fairness, so that was the good thing about mommy and daddy. Like, if yeah. I said I was going to be an astronaut, daddy would be on Google being like, how yeah. do I get my daughter to become an astronaut? I did have a lot of, like, I mean, there was camogie. We both did that. Irish dancing, the <laughs> hockey, tennis. Every I had, like, every sports equipment yeah. that you could have available. And speaking of the Irish dancing, that reminds of time mommy was really disappointed in me. So they thought you, that you I came with me once. Yeah, they yeah. thought I'd be interested and paid for like the set of lessons for me. I was not an athletic built child, nor did I enjoy hobbies of any kind. And I went, uh, and the whole time I just sat and ate packets of rollers, Tato crisps, which is still a favorite to this day, and distracted the class. And because I was getting them to come over to tell the story, and the story I was telling about was my grandest dog, dog dying. dying yeah. I participated in one of the the wee clappy hand dance. There wasn't much movement to it. No. And then when my mum got there, the teacher pulled her aside and was like, "I don't th- think this is for Jen." Yeah. And then proceeded to tell her my behaviour. And again, that was another moment where mummy was like, "I'm so disappointed in you. I wasted money on this." I actually did really well at Irish dancing. I did it for. Years and yeah, years. you got medals. I got medals, and I was like in competitions and stuff. I think as well because I was a ginger kid. Like people automatically, if you're a ginger and you're doing Irish dance, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you know she just looks." You so got Glen Coco. Yeah, they get they get like really excited about it, and I think sometimes I just got medals for just being like the one ginger kid that did Irish dancing. But I did get the a brand new dress for competitions, and back then the dresses were gorgeous. It wasn't like tacky. Yeah. Like you, there was no makeup. You know, my hair was naturally curly anyway, and I had like 
these like gorgeous like silk and linen kind of dresses yeah. that were really really expensive they were like 500 pound back then and i got the dress i really it was wanted gorgeous it was, that green one and then i quit but I, I see, I think if it had been nowadays, I would have fitted a you great... Would have I, I would have been a funny boot. You would have had a green board. board. Yeah. <laughs> and my orange face. Yeah, my wee high heels. Do you remember as well, as a kid, Jen, you used to wear like three foundations? Oh, it was it, it was the Dream Hot Moose, Elizabeth Arden's, the wee Lizzie I used to call it. We're <laughs> <laughs> just so tacky. You just loved anything that was absolutely and I, but Kat, I'm yeah, sitting here. Sitting I'm sitting here in a men's tiger print top and corduroy dungarees things don't change really do they here are we dragging this on some people have asked us questions oh, oh no, but one of the questions i got right was uh, last week i did mention that i didn't like football tops because uh-huh. i thought it was a bit weird and there has been three guys i've got in touch one of them was like a uh, quick question why the fuck did you make me go out and buy a football kit if you're not into them i forgot that i went through this phase where i was really attracted to football socks uh-huh. But, like, I thought it was a bit strange if I was asking guys to put on a pair of football socks before we had sex. So I'd be like, put on a football kit. Like, yeah. As if that's not strange. But this guy, we were just doing it. So we weren't, like, going out or anything. But he, like, booked us a weekend away. And I said, Jim, I'm not going unless you get... What a cheeky bitch. Like, no thanks for getting me a weekend. But I was like, I'm not going unless you buy a football kit and wear it. Yeah. And he went out and bought a, a football kit and wore it. And oh, then dear. that weekend, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I was like, uh, I don't even want to be friends. Oh, dear. Oh, no. I'm such a guy. bitch. You were? <laughs> no, but so I take it back. I do like football. But markets. here, going back to our disappointing our parents, this is how often, I think this is a good way to round up because there, there is a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. But the level and amount of times we disappoint our parents so much our dad recently, when we were going on that trip to Fermanagh, came into the kitchen. Oh, and no, I I, I, I genuinely, I started to panic because I was already worrying because he kept being like, I really want this to be an enjoyable time. I don't want yeah. this to fight. I don't want you to argue. And I was like, oh, they're going to tell us something really bad. Like, is somebody ill? Yeah. And he went on to say, um, I've organised something for my funeral. I can't say that word, sorry. Um, And we both were kind of looking at each other being like, What? And he proceeded then to say that he had ordered, I think, is it 50 badges in total he's got? Yeah. These wee badges that he wants people to wear at his funeral. And he's only given them out to specific people. And he had one for each of us and, like, my brother and my mum, whatever. And, and so he was given them and he goes, but what I will say, if you do argue or annoy me or disappoint me, I'm taking that badge and back. And you'll never get it back. And you'll never yeah. get it back. So basically, we would be the only ones at the funeral that wouldn't have this special Badge. memento. That weird. That my, that my I mean, dad imagine had. having so much confidence that you're just like, do you know what? <clears throat> I am so special that people are going to want these. Like, people are going to be fighting over no, these but badges. See, and, I, and I'll take it back. No, but that that is my fear that daddy will ever take that badge off me. You can fucking take it. it I can make it. No, <laughs> it's, but it's top quality. <laughs> it's like, it's so plain. I can make that badge. No, take it all you like. I'll no, make but one. see, that's the difference. I'm I'm going to be held under threat of a badge. Like, I'm not going to behave for the rest of my but life. But I think that says a lot about how often we do <laughs> disappoint him. Also, I thought this would be a fun live action thing to do on the podcast. So we mention our brother quite a lot. And we, we just don't really count him in most he, of the antics. He's not a fan of the podcast, he, if we said. I'd say he doesn't like us, but he definitely doesn't like you more. So I'd probably use my phone. 
no, he'll, I reckon he'll answer off mine. Well, if he doesn't answer mine, then he'll phone no, off yours. Okay. He'll probably think something's happened. So we're going to phone our brother, who the successful one out of the three of us is yeah. in a very important job. But we're going to ask him. And good marriage. Yeah, and a good marriage. <laughs> he owns a house. Yeah. He's got savings. <laughs> doesn't have any debt. Let's ask that- him. Who is the biggest disappointment out of me and Catherine? Yeah, and I think he's going. I genuinely do think he disappoints you more. I genuinely think he's going to say you. So we'll oh, give it okay. a go, right? We'll phone him on my phone first if he doesn't answer. I don't think he's going to answer your call. I think he'd right. answer. Right. Well, we'll see. He's dead to me if he doesn't. Right. I reckon he'll swear. So. And he is in an important job. I do kind of feel bad. Oh, David, two rings. You answered that quickly. Yeah. No, I just wanted to ask you a question because me and Catherine are in a debate at the minute. Out of me and Catherine, right? Who's the biggest disappointment in the family? To mum and dad. To mummy and daddy. Oh, that's quite tricky. <laughs> um, you're both you're both quite disappointed. I know, but if but you had to pick one, David, if there was a gun to your head, who is the biggest disappointment? Well, I'd have to say Catherine. Yes, I thought that. Yes. Well, now the only reason being. Yeah. In my opinion, you're both quite disappointing, but Catherine's been alive longer, so she's had longer to rectify her shit. That's where you haven't, Jen. You've still got a few years to, to rectify, where mm-hmm. Catherine's been on the planet longer than you, so she, therefore she's been a fuck up longer than you have. That, that's, that's a, a, fair, a, point. a yeah, fair, that's fair point. point. And uh, what's your opinion? Who, in your eyes, who's the biggest disappointment? What do you mean? Like, out of me and Catherine? Like, Which one do you like more? Yeah, who's your favourite sister? He always would have visited you and stuff, David, when you were in Scotland and all though. Well, if you had to have one of us over next weekend, which one would you pick? Um, no kids involved. What do you mean, no kids involved? So, like, don't pick Catherine just because she's got a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, it's quite tricky. Quickly, which, which one? One of us is coming over next weekend. Which one is it? I'd probably pick Jen. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> hang up, hang up, hang up. Whatever. Right, so we'll go. We have been getting a lot of questions in DR DMs. Can you make it that on silent? Because it's kind of fun back. <laughs> it is on silent. I'm I'm buzzing. That's made my Friday. <laughs> That's another reason you're weak. Shit. Oh, no. So we've had a few DM slides come in. None of the ones that we wanted for like a wee cheeky date or anything like that. Catherine is actually oh, raging right now. Please don't cry. I can feel my eyes watering. Like, I can see them. But do you know, it's the way that I thought it was going to go. So one person asked Catherine, this question was for you. Could They wanted to know where that nicotine patch story came from in the dating one. Because whether they want to know for advice so they can research to do that themselves I don't know but um I actually can't remember where about that story is it something from. that you've done no but it's something that I really want to do just so somebody will love me I think it's a great idea and then another question let me scroll through these DMs sorry um was okay um who would win in a fist fight out of the two of you you I have no upper body strength I don't my arms are so feeble Jen, yeah yeah I, th- I reckon you'd tank me yeah, well, I'm do, not a good do you remember fighter. that time we did actually wrestle and I nearly yeah, killed you, you with my thighs? Yeah. I have thighs of steel. I actually, I'm not, I, like, I, I think I've only ever been in one, like, sort of physical fisticuffs, but I just can't, I'm not a fighter. And Same, I cannot, I've never I been in a fight. People, I remember you know. one time a girl tried to fight me, and, like, I, I, again, like, I wouldn't even really know how to fight properly, 
And I came outside and um, she was like, right, come on, fight me. And I was like, I'm going to the pub with my boyfriend and his no. sister. So if you want to hit me, can you hurry up and get it over and done with and just do it now? I'm not going to hit you back. But if it's going to make you feel better, just go for it. I'll yeah. stand here and take it. She was so angry. She just got up and stormed off. I hate that. You know, like girls that are really like confrontational and oh. like argumentative and fighting. I, and it's the same with guys. What's the most the unattractive point? thing exactly. in a guy is, you know, whenever you're on a night out and they start arguing or fighting, and I just hate, I just am not that type of person. I no. don't like. And I think fighting. I'm too lazy for even arguments, except for I hate arguing with people you. angry. Like, I hate yeah. like, the way their face contorts, especially girls. I hate, you know, like, remember whenever you were younger as well, like, mill bags would just always be fine. Um, and they try and, like, pull your hair. And I just like, oh, just, this is just gross. No, no. no and no. then the other one, th this is going to be the last question because some of them weren't appropriate. Yeah, well, not that they weren't appropriate. Else? I'm absolutely shattered, Jen. Um, the last. Um, I really need to cry. <laughs> The last one is, and this I think this is a tough one. What is your favorite thing about each other? Oh my God. I know it's really difficult. Well, actually, you have loads of stuff that I want if you die. Like what? What would you want? Like just you just have like some wee trinkets that I'm keen on. Trinkets? That thing I bought you that I really want back. What did you buy me? That bird statue. Well, I didn't buy it. Mummy and Daddy. Mummy paid for it. Mummy paid for it, but I said you would. There was this. You bought it because you thought I'd There was this it. ornament in TK Maxx that I absolutely loved. And I said to my mum, Can I oh, add? Mummy sent you to uh, TK Maxx to buy me pillows. I know. And I said, Well, I find this ornament and I think it would really cheer her up. But I actually just really wanted it. So I bought it and brought it back. And Je and I was really hoping Jennifer wouldn't like it. And she loved it. And yeah. now I don't have it. To be fair, like, I, I wouldn't have thought there was much things you would have wanted. That's the only thing you like about me, is that if I died, the stuff would be yours. <laughs> I would get that one. The only thing I like about you is you fund my lifestyle quite a bit sometimes. I am <laughs> your sugar daddy. I don't know why you want a sugar daddy. Because I'm, I put petrol in your car. You buy I me buy cigars. Everything. It's been a while since you bought me cigars. I thought you would have bought me the Prosecco today. Can I just add, <laughs> oh. can I just add in, David just texted me, so this, this might make you feel a bit better. He said, yeah. so before I was rudely cut off my reason for picking you is that after the the last time at home Catherine has two drinks and she's asleep on the sofa <laughs> so she's quite boring in the sense that she's a lightweight and would probably have a panic attack before even getting here because she was on a plane or a boat might have covid <laughs> there are valid reasons that is valid reasons i like i am always the person that's like after party after party yeah, but asleep. i just fall asleep and i also never tell people that i'm leaving a party and you just get up and go. i just get up and go yeah <laughs> the amount of times I just go see even on the family quizzes that we did. Yeah. I would just be like, I'm just going to the bathroom. And then never, and never come, back. come back. And I'll, even if I'm out in a bar, I will do that to them. And they're always like, just tell us that you're going home. I don't know why I can't oh, do it. I just have to I'm the sleep opposite. Away. I'm the person that people are being like, please, will you leave? There was one time on a work night out, we were in a bar and I met a my friends were like right come on Jen you'll get a taxi home with us I knew the taxi driver dropped them home and then I got he was like you don't want to leave do you and he dropped me back around to the bar again I didn't get home till eight o'clock the next morning oh my gosh that's great I actually cannot no I I'm exhausted after an hour do you know what it is I I think I'm quite even though I'm confident I'm a real introvert and I can only be around people yeah for about two hours tops yeah and like say at a party or anything I'm just like after two hours I am drained from having to make conversation I that probably works know. out in your favor though situations that's another time we'll just throw that in family um events is a disappointing <sighs> time for our parents because of me and my sister I feel like that could be an episode in itself 
I called someone to oh, see you next Tuesday. And they were very elderly and a very loved person. <laughs> and our cousin got very angry. But that that was still a good night. We had good fun. But yeah, but that's because remember I was told I had a brain tumour? Yeah. Spoiler alert, I didn't. But I was told. And they just gave me loads of diazepam. And then mommy was like, you can drink while I'm taking diazepam. And I was like, God, you look like a real cunt. <laughs> but can we say that on the podcast? I don't know. No, I've said it. What's that thing that YouTubers are going to get demonetized? I don't think we would ever Exactly. <laughs> um, but again, another thing that somebody did right. message us about was saying about doing like live recordings of our podcast. So if you do want that, then oh, yeah. let us know. People keep saying that like do a YouTube like yeah like a YouTube video recording of us <laughs> I don't know why people want to see our faces while we do this yeah I'm also neither of us know how to do it no if somebody knows how to do it and can tell us and if well, that's what you want but thanks again for listening and um, this has recorded all the way through oh gosh 50 minutes if you got this far well done congratulations peace out yeah bye